Hey everyone, I'm Scott Cunningham and I'm here with the Moon Carl. I'm representing B in Crypto and we're going to be talking about some really cool stuff today uh, about Bitcoin, Crypto Purge, tons of really great topics. If you are interested in B in Crypto, make sure to go and check them out and join their Telegram at B in Crypto community um, on Telegram. So um, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself to get started? Yeah, sure. Thank you for having me here. So my name is Carl. I uh, am the owner of the YouTube channel The Moon. And I make one video every day on YouTube about Bitcoin. I also do a lot of content over on Twitter. Um, I have uh, a passion for Bitcoin economics and monetary policies and monetary history. And all of these things just blend perfectly together. So, um, yeah, I just love what I do. Um, and that's why I'm doing it every single day. And, um, yeah, passion for Bitcoin. That's what I have. So when did you get started with cryptocurrency and blockchain? So a few years ago, I um, heard about Bitcoin and the interesting part is that before I learned about Bitcoin, I had a lot of knowledge about the economic system, the financial system and um, the monetary system that we have today, how money works, mm. how the Federal Reserve works, how central banks works and why fiat money is not a good form of money. Um, so all of this knowledge um, I was very, very interested in all of these things before I heard about Bitcoin. So when I finally did hear about Bitcoin, it immediately made sense to me uh, because um, I had kind of the backstory to it. And I used to say that I think the value in Bitcoin doesn't necessarily lie in Bitcoin itself, but rather the value of Bitcoin lies in the flaws of the current monetary system. So um, I think most people probably hear about Bitcoin and then they end up in the rabbit hole and they research the monetary um, uh, system we have. But I actually did it the other way around there. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah. Yeah, no, I think that's really interesting because something that I've always said is that I, I don't think it's Bitcoin or blockchain that's so hard to understand. I think it's that people first lack the understanding of fiat, which confuses them as to why we would need cryptocurrency to begin with. So do you want to just maybe speak a little bit about the uh, things that most people sort of overlook regarding fiat currency and then that's what sort of leads them down to believe that uh, Bitcoin wouldn't be viable? Can you explain for some of the people who might um, not have that knowledge or just uh, never came around that information? Yeah, so on a day-to-day -day basis, it would seem to the average person that the dollar is stable and that the Swedish krona is stable and that all the other fiat currencies are stable. Um, and on a day-to-day -day basis, it's even true because a dollar today is pretty much the exact same value as a dollar tomorrow and even the next week. However, when you look at the more longer term, then you will see that uh, central banks uh, and even uh, commercial banks, they inflate the, the currency supply. And this puts uh, downward pressure on the value of the currency itself, of course, uh, through inflation. And uh, inflation um, is a slow process. So this is why we don't see it on the daily basis or even weekly basis. But when you look at the purchasing power of the dollar for the past uh, 100 years, you can see that the dollar has lost 97% of its value. And um, the same goes for all the other fiat currencies. They have lost almost all of its value. And uh, they continuously lose more and more value as we, we see more and more um, printing of currencies. So um, you have to look at the time frame because if we compare Bitcoin and the dollar, then I have to agree that on a daily basis and weekly basis, the dollar is a better store of value than Bitcoin. 
it's just facts because on the on a daily basis, Bitcoin can go down 20%, it can go up 20%. So it's not a very good store of value in the short term. Uh, but when you when you widen the range, let's say over one year, over two years, uh, let's say five years, if you look at the past five years, then Bitcoin has been going up in value and um, dramatically actually. And looking at the dollar, it continuously loses value. So um, if you want to save and invest for the next 10, 20, 30 years, then I suggest to look into something where there is no central authority that decides how much uh, will be printed. And um, obviously, the dollar, we're seeing it getting printed in the trillions currently. Uh, and that goes for the euro and that goes for all the other fiat currencies currently. We're seeing a lot of money printing, so-called uh, quantitative easing. And uh, Bitcoin, of course, is the exact opposite. Bitcoin will never uh, have an increased inflation. It's the exact opposite, actually. Inflation will shrink. Um, and the halving, which is coming up now very, very soon, uh, will be um, the exact opposite to quantitative easing. It's actually quantitative hardening uh, is what I like to call it because we're seeing the inflation get cut in half. So yeah. um, I, I think it's interesting that we're seeing this big divergence right now between uh, Bitcoin and the fiat currencies where Fiat is getting more and more printed, and Bitcoin is doing the opposite. And I think that um, this will become a uh, very good selling point for Bitcoin because so far Bitcoin has only been around when um, stock markets are surging, when real estate is going up, when uh, people have money left over, when people are consuming on credit. Uh, this has been the case for the past 10 years, and I think that this is dramatically about to change. And um, this is where Bitcoin truly serves its absolute purpose because there is no trust involved. You don't have to trust someone not to use a printing press and you don't have to trust anyone to um, do anything actually. Bitcoin is a mathematical um, process, so you only have to trust in mathematics. So if you believe yeah. that two, 2 plus 2 is 4, and if you think that 2 plus 2 will be 4 tomorrow, there is no trust. It's just a fact, right? And and the Bitcoin adds a new block all the time. It's like um, it's it's an um, ongoing. It's like its own little organism, self-sustaining mm -hmm. organism. And um, I think it's beautiful, and it's the perfect um, mechanism for money. It's the it's the perfect technology for money, and uh, uh, that's why I'm extremely bullish for Bitcoin for the next few years, especially now that we see this financial crisis. Uh, dramatically escalates. Yeah. Do you think that um, with everything going on with quantitative easing, do you think that's going to like um, coupled with the Bitcoin having coming up? Do you think that's really going to push people to go out there and and buy and and really get a bull run going? What are your thoughts? Like, because uh, that's just about a month away now. So, what are your thoughts? Like, what do you think is going to happen yeah. in a month? I think that probably we won't see uh, any dramatic price swings within the next month. I think that uh, this having is not something that we should be looking for the short term. It's more like a longer term thing for the next year, maybe even two years. Um, and of course, the selling pressures from miners will be cut in half, right? Because miners that are mining, they many of them, of course, sell the Bitcoin at the mine to cover electricity costs and, and um, property costs and all of this. But, but now uh, the selling pressure will be lower. And um, we can see from the, from the past two halvings that um, because of the halvings, the Bitcoin price did get dramatic increases in the price. We talked about hundreds of percents. 
um, in the next few months and years. And I think that we're going to see a uh, repeat of this. And um, but yeah, I, I think that this is more like a longer term thing for the next two years, not uh, for the next months. So it's even possible. It's even possible that Bitcoin might have a sell off uh, during the halving or close around the halving. Uh, because we've seen this perfect scenario play out twice before that the Bitcoin price pumps like crazy during the halving. And usually when something is very, very obvious, then the market tends to punish the majority uh, that mm. is expecting this obvious, right? So when I look at the charts, when I see this perfect triangle pattern that just looks like it's going to perfectly break to the upside, then... I just realized that everyone is looking at it. Everyone expects this to happen. And usually, yeah, we see the majority get punished by the markets. And that's why I'm a little bit cautious with uh, using the having for the short term trading. I, I really believe that it's more like an investor's indicator. And I think that perf uh, this is a perfect time uh, to buy Bitcoin. Now that we're seeing Bitcoin being um, this oversold, we have never ever seen Bitcoin being this oversold uh, at the time of a having before. Uh, the two mm. past halvings, uh, Bitcoin, um, were, was much higher relative. And you can use the RSI, the relative strength index to measure these things. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And, um, last time, like for the last halving up into the, to the peak, it, I think that was like between a year and a year and a half, somewhere around that. So, so you're saying this might be somewhat similar and also in that long, uh, in that long term, like, two three years potentially even right yes and um actually if you were if you would have asked me like two years ago i would have expected this to be a perfect four-year cycle which means that we mm. actually should have been much higher now rather uh, we should probably be at maybe 14 15,000 currently but it does seem like the uh, these cycles are getting longer so we are seeing diminishing returns and longer time frame um so um, it is possible that we might have to wait a little bit uh, longer than we've seen for the past two halvings. Um, and uh, this could have a lot to do with what I just said, that the majority is expecting a huge price increase. And mm -hmm. um, I think the price increase will still come. It's just that maybe the timing will be completely different this time. Mm -hmm. um, I'm curious about like your, your thoughts around the majority expecting this to happen. From my experience, I've seen it's more like very savvy crypto people and, and like more experienced traders are aware of the having. But I, I know a lot of people who are just invested in cryptocurrency, but they have no idea about like the actual tech or like the halvings coming up. Do you feel like the knowledge around the having is is widespread enough for that to be the case? You know what? That's a very good point. And um, I found myself thinking about this also. And I think it's true what you're saying that, of course, it's just a very small group of people that even understand what the having is technically, fundamentally. Mm -hmm. um, so it is a very good point. I think that, um, uh, of course, when you go out on the street and you ask 100 random people, maybe even five people even heard about Bitcoin before, maybe 10 people, yeah. and to expect them to understand the having, I mean, that's too much to ask for. I don't even think that one out of 100 is going to give you a sufficient answer to what the having is. So, yeah. you know what? That's a good point, and um, that, that's maybe the a great argument for the fact that we will see a very uh, big price increase uh, sooner than um, maybe I'm expecting right now.
True. Yeah. I mean, it's always good to uh, prepare for the worst scenario rather than hope for. I mean, we can hope for the best, but prepare for the worst. Right. So, um, like, how do you feel COVID is affecting uh, the prices right now? Yeah. So we did see a dramatic sell off in Bitcoin when we saw the first uh, initial uh, dump in the stock markets due to the big fear surrounding um, uh, COVID. Yeah. And this is something that, of course, is not very surprising. I've been talking about this uh, for the past uh, couple of years and even the past few months that uh, in this financial crisis that I'm expecting, I believe that when we see this initial dump in the stock markets, I think that Bitcoin is also going to sell off and even gold, just like we saw back in the previous financial crisis, because when people are fearful, when people are losing uh, a lot of money in the stock markets, then they have to sell uh, other assets also to cover other losses. And mm -hmm. um, it's not really a matter of choice. It's just a matter of they have to sell to cover losses. Uh, when people get margin calls from their broker, they, they seem to have no other choice. So, um, and also, um, Bitcoin is still regarded as a risky investment in, uh, in the mainstream uh, circles. And everyone who have uh, everyone who bought like ten thousand dollars worth of uh, stocks and maybe they hold one thousand dollars worth of bitcoin they just diversified a little bit they will be liquidating the bitcoin much faster than they liquidate anything else because they just diversified a little bit so we're seeing all of these mm -hmm. so-called weak hands getting shaken out and um that's why i've been expecting a uh, a a initial dump in the bitcoin price in this financial crisis and now we are seeing this financial crisis play out and of course, we can make arguments back and forth uh, exactly what's triggered this. And of course, it's obvious that COVID uh, is a major part of the, this uh, dramatic um, selling we've seen in the stock markets. Um, however, like I've been talking about on my channel for the past yeah two years, three years, uh, the death levels have been uh, insane. We've seen two low negative, in um, very low interest rates, even negative in some countries. So we have seen. Um, uh, an environment that has created a, a huge uh, mountain of debt and uh, it is inevitable for this to eventually come back down again. You cannot increase debt forever. It's like a big pyramid scheme where eventually the bubble will burst and I think we are seeing the, the, the popping of the bubble and um, in the beginning I, I, I was saying that I thought that COVID is like a pin to pop the bubble but it has now be but now it's um, obvious that it's more like a bazooka popping the bubble. It's like it's much more uh, yeah. fierce and much more dramatic than just like a little bit, a pin. So, um, yeah, we're, we're seeing something that has never happened before. We're seeing a, a huge debt bubble being popped simultaneously as we're seeing a massive um, health crisis, as people call it. And uh, I, I think it doesn't even matter. Um, if the, the virus is extremely dangerous or not, because what's really dangerous is the fear, the fear that people have and that people staying at home and, and the economy just shutting down. This is the real threat, not the virus itself, because, um, I mean, I'm not a doctor, but looking at the death rates, it, it's not as bad as, as maybe it seems in the media. And uh, I think that, uh, it's a little bit unreasonable to shut down the whole economy for, for this um, virus and um, yeah, so basically what we're seeing now is something that has never happened before. We're seeing uh, something extremely um, unprecedented and this is why 
of course, also Bitcoin will be very unpredictable now because we're seeing very, very dramatic things happening all around the world. Yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting that you point out that, like, I'd say the majority of news is negative, even though recently they said that um, the new cases is starting to decline. So you'd think that there would be some positive news, but you still see the same negative news. So it, it does feel like the uh, the mainstream media is kind of making this seem worse than it actually is going to be. So do you think that we'll see um, a recovery in Bitcoin kind of alongside the stock market? So like, say, you know, in three, four months or whatever the timeline happens to be, if the stock market is back to where it was, uh, like at the beginning of the year, do you think Bitcoin will generally do the same thing? Or what are your thoughts there? So first of all, um, there is... Um, for the stock markets to come back up again, then there needs to be a financial stimulus. If the mm -hmm. central banks just don't do anything, if they completely just uh, step back and don't touch anything, then I am sure we would uh, right now see the beginning of the biggest financial crisis in modern time, um, even worse than the Great Depression, because we're seeing the fundamentals be way off. We're seeing price to earnings way off. Um, I can go on and on talking about how, how way off the, the economy is. It's literally off the charts. Um, however, we do know uh, from history, uh, for example, 2008, we can see that uh, central banks, they have the power to print money and they can also manipulate interest rates. Uh, these are the two things they can do. And um, we are already seeing them react in an extreme way. We're seeing them react in such a way that we've never seen before. Uh, printing trillions of dollars globally, not only the Federal Reserve, but globally. And that's mm -hmm. not the only thing, because uh, not only are they printing money and buying uh, government debt, they're also printing money and now buying corporate debt. This is something that we have not seen before. Um, and we're seeing that in the Federal Reserve, we're seeing this happen in Sweden, we're seeing this happen globally. And um, what I expect is that... Um, well, if, if I can see the threat of this big depression, then obviously these central banks can also see it. Uh, these people, they know what they're doing, I hope. Um, so that is also why we're seeing them react in this extremely dramatic way, because they know what happens if they don't do this. Uh, and that's why I also think that they are probably going to widen the range of assets that they will be buying with this new liquidity currency. I think that we will see the Federal Reserve soon start buying stocks. I think that we're going to see this globally. And at this point, of course, that, that's also something we've never seen before. I mean, now we're talking about basically free markets being something we, I mean, if we ever had free markets, then they would be gone by then. I mean, seeing the, the central banks printing money, literally, and just buying stocks. I mean, mm -hmm. I see so many problems with this. Not, not to yeah. mention the fact that we're seeing inflation and this can lead to hyperinflation, but also what stocks will be bought. What stocks will not be bought? Why are you going to save this stock and not that stock? So, I mean, th there are so many moral hazards here. Um, and, um, uh, yeah, and this is something that is, this is the true threat to, or th this is the true problem when you have someone who centrally uh, is controlling the currency because this authority can decide these things. And in my opinion, there shouldn't be this power to anyone. This power should be uh, distributed uh, individually for, for everyone, just like with gold or with Bitcoin. There is uh, just a supply and demand thing. 
uh, and and there's no central authority. So um, yeah, we're, we're seeing very very interesting times. We are literally witnessing historical times because, like I said, everything we're seeing now we have never seen before, uh, and I think that's interesting. Very very interesting. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And um, I know that you're very, very close and kept up with everything going on with the YouTube crypto purge. Do you want to dive into that a little bit? I know you recently uh, put out a video. I, I can't remember the two people that you that you named, but I recently saw a video that you were just recently talking about it. I know you've kept up with it a lot. So do you want to kind of bring people up to speed with what's been happening? Yeah, so this is something that um, started, I think, was maybe three, four months ago, where um, out of nothing, we saw some crypto YouTubers getting these warnings. And after one warning, you get a strike. And if you get three strikes within a three-month period, I think, then YouTube permanently deletes your channel. It's gone. You're gone forever. You have to start over again. Mm-hmm. Um, and we started seeing these warnings and strikes happen. And back then, most YouTubers in crypto were affected. Uh, me included, I got a warning, I got a strike, and my friend Emin Crypto also got warning strike. And um, yeah, most of the people I know in crypto got, got warning and strikes. And uh, uh, after a while, YouTube came out and said that this was just a mistake, and everyone actually got uh, their channel back as it was before. Um, and we thought that was it. Now everything is fine again. But, well, we've seen this just continue and continue, and uh, silently more and more people have been getting these warnings and strikes. And uh, just in the past week, we did see two crypto YouTube channels get one warning and three strikes at the at the same time. Usually, you get a, a warning and a strike, and you can get an explanation maybe how you can prevent this in the future. But now they get got everything at the same time. So, um, as the rule says, now your channel is deleted, and that's what happened. These people got their channels deleted. Now. Luckily, they actually got everything back, so it seems like YouTube once again realized their mistake. But the thing is that we are never getting any official responses. We're not getting any um, any tips on how we can prevent this in the future. And also, there's never an explanation as to exactly what we did wrong. Um, there is like they they say that we um, we did something against the community guidelines. But the community guidelines, it's like a big box of papers. Like it's, it's like hundreds of, um, I mean, it, it's just too much to read. And, and if you cannot just yeah. say, I mean, we need something more specific than that. They, they don't go specific. So this means that in the future, we can't know how to prevent this. And what I think is that this is, um, yeah, it is a mistake because no one is doing any harmful content or any, uh, bad content. At least these people that have been getting these warnings and strikes are just doing normal videos about Bitcoin. Um, and the video that I had the uh, warnings and strikes for was just a completely normal video. Me talking about Bitcoin, some technical analysis, some news, and just uh, talking about the financial markets, talking about central banking. Nothing, nothing out of the ordinary at all. So. Um, mm-hmm. No one really understands why this is happening, and yeah, YouTube is still yet to to give us an official, clear explanation. Yeah, and um, and then who were those two uh, crypto YouTubers that you had recently just posted about? Uh, did they get banned or deleted, or or was it just a strike recently? 
they got completely deleted, but after wow. a couple of days, they, they got their channels back. Okay. Um, but imagine, imagine just getting your channel completely deleted, um, and imagine the emotional shock, right? Like, yeah. what's happening with my channel? Is was that it? And is my future gone now? Because all of us YouTubers, of course, we had quit our daily jobs. This is our job now. So mm -hmm. um, some of us, I mean, just losing the, the the YouTube channel, then the income stream is just gone, right? Um, and without an explanation, it's just very, very frustrating and emotionally very uh, tough, of course. And I know some of these YouTubers have families that uh, need to be supported. And um, it's just uh, it's it's just another example, I guess, of why uh, we need to go away from centralized things. Right? YouTube is a centralized platform, and that means they have central control over everything. So. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I hope in the future we can see uh, decentralized platforms getting uh, a bigger, um, wider audience. Uh, because, I mean, so far YouTube is by far the best platform uh, to reach a wide um, audience. Uh, I hope that in the future we'll see uh, these alternatives grow and maybe we can see um, a, a bigger competition um, in this space. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And... A lot of what I do is reviewing and looking at different social media and blockchain, uh, well, blockchain social media platforms and crypto monetized social media platforms. So I'm curious, are you on any like alternative platforms or do you plan on potentially getting on any other platforms? Uh, as of now, I am not on any other platform. Um, I think probably I should look into these alternatives. I know some of these alternatives. Um, it's just that as of right now, YouTube is by far the biggest. And um, if you want to reach a big audience, then there's just no other option. I mean, uh, of course, I could pull some of my viewers onto these other alternatives, but uh, to grow uh, into the bigger numbers, then you need to, to take advantage of the big um, pool of people that YouTube has. So um, yeah. I, I don't see any big change in this in the in the immediate future this is uh, if anything gonna take many years in the in that case because um it's hard to get people away from youtube um as a viewer because on youtube there's just so much more content it's so much more comfortable people are used to it so these things probably take a long long time yeah one of the biggest criticisms i get from my following on blockchain is that i'm still using centralized things like youtube but I explained to a lot of people that it has the best, uh, like it, like for example, on a lot of blogs, the only type of video that you could embed on a blog is a YouTube video or maybe like daily motion or Vimeo, but there are other central, those are other centralized, um, video platforms anyways. So regardless, it's very, very challenging to have the functionality and the support and the performance when you're using more decentralized platforms but I, I would definitely love to see you on platforms like library and uh bittube and and other video platforms something that i do think is really interesting especially for you is that you can sign up for some of these platforms where it will automatically take your video off youtube and then upload it and uh, you don't even have to do anything. So um, if you're interested in that, I can I can share it with you after. But I think it's definitely something that uh, would be really, really cool for you. And then you could just sign in and you just see, oh, I made money. So um, it's pretty cool. And um, 
yeah. So those are all the questions that I had. Is there anything else that you would like to cover or talk about before we end this off? No, I think that um, I think we covered very interesting topics. Um, and as, a, as I said in the beginning, I mean, I do have a passion for Bitcoin and monetary policies and all of this stuff. So um, if anyone is interested in listening to more of this stuff, uh, they can just go and subscribe to my channel because, like I said, I make one video every single day about this stuff. And um, I, I also have a passion for education. I love educating people. I love explaining things in a simple uh, manner. So I think that's why uh, people like listening to my videos because um, um, I think they, they see that I really enjoy talking about this stuff. It's, it's not something I, I do just to have a job, right? I just really love doing these videos. So um, um, yeah, I will continue to do this for as long as YouTube allows me to do this. Yeah, yeah. And then after that, hopefully, uh, or I mean, given that happens, if they stop allowing you, hopefully we'll see you on some of these other platforms, because I'm sure everyone would love to have you there. Anyways, I really appreciate you coming on and doing this. I think uh, everyone can learn a lot from you regarding uh, Bitcoin and crypto and, and even like fiat currency and getting a better understanding of how everything works. So again, thank you so much for coming on. Um, and, uh, make sure to go and subscribe to his channel, check him out, follow him on Twitter and anywhere else that he's on. And, um, this was, uh, on behalf of B and crypto. So if you also want to get into their, uh, telegram, make sure to go and join that as well at B and crypto community on telegram. Anyways, again, thank you so much. I really, really appreciate you coming on. Thank you very much for having me. Awesome. Cheers.